on this week's episode of Bungalore and the Bus. We are hanging out at Double O's Coffee. Yeah, I feel like a secret agent. I'm getting some donut holes and, and some coffee. Bring it on. Welcome to Bungalore and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Bustegger. And I'm the cherry on your Sunday, Brendan O'Connor from Bungalore.com. And uh, every week we record in a different neighborhood of, of Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhood. Sure do. Uh, we're, in, we're on the edge of the North Quarter in downtown. I, and I just call it downtown. Right, just all of it? Uh, kind of. That's a, kind of a sellout. You got to know saying. the exact neighborhood name so people don't send me emails. Yeah, but if... People are listening in a popka. This is downtown Orlando. <laughs> but we're at Double O's Coffee. We sure are. It's That's a, why I'm all hyped up. You, you, you've had literally two sips That's and you're true. good to go. It was all espresso, though. <laughs> es- espresso. Espresso. Oh, I'm already pronouncing it God, wrong. You are I'm embarrassing us human in front trash. Of people that own this place. You don't even know how to say what you're drinking. <laughs> uh, we're at Double O's Coffee, which is a delivery-only... Delivery, drive-through Drive-through only. only coffee shop. They I'm Canadian. Bring it it to means you. the same thing. Here in uh, the North Quarter. That's but they, true. And they have another location in Apopka. The boys behind it, they're going to tell us all about it. What's your name? Where are we? What's happening? Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Eduardo Haredi. I'm the president and par- partner of Double O's Coffee. And then we have... I'm Phil Eversman, and I'm the operations training manager. And operations training manager. Well, your your staff who made us these amazing drinks, they're already killing it. So you obviously train them well. well look Thank at you. that, Phil. Thank you. Congrats. <laughs> no, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> why why coffee? What's happening? What is the premise behind this place? It looks I, like your logo is a kingfisher or something, a frigate bird. A frigate bird. Wow, that's a, that's incredible. Did you know that or did you do research before? No, I just guessed it. Wow. Was did I, was that, was that right? Actually, yeah, that was really good. I, in fact... You're the first person who's ever guessed it oh, right wow. on the money. He's an ornithologist. So <laughs> that, that's the right term, right? I know a flipped bird or two. Yeah. It's uh I just know it cuz it has the the wattle that like red yeah. the red pouch yeah, that'll that's like it. it'll push it out. I I used to read animal encyclopedias as a kid. I would have guessed a robin. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so so yeah, tell us about Double's, Double O. Coffee. Absolutely. Actually, let's stay on the frigate bird for a second. So uh, his name's Caldy, named after the coffee legend Caldy, right? So the goat herder from uh, way back when. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, Double O's Coffee started uh, back in 2020 okay. by Kobe O'Brien and Kurt O'Brien. And oh. it actually started with them kind of doing some research on kind of what are the best industries right now to get into and as they kept reading they actually found out that the best industry right now is actually coffee right commodity it's, right isn't it a commodity coffee th- that's exactly it i mean uh-huh. it's uh it's a growing growing business worldwide and over billions of dollars are spent and you would year. know that because you've worked in in coffee for a while i have yeah so before double O's coffee i've worked with uh, scooters coffee and then before scooters coffee i actually worked with starbucks coffee as well too so just bragging yeah just bragging just what's name dropping here <laughs> what sets double O's apart besides that it sounds like a secret agent no i love it so yeah so what's exciting about double o's coffee is that while we're not anything new or changing the game in many aspects for drive through coffee what we are trying to do is we're trying to go after a different demographic right within the coffee segment so as you can see we have some beautiful looking drinks right in front of you that we're oh, yeah. making I got, so i only order coffee when i go to coffee places like actual black coffee and now i got these fancy drinks in front of me which were delicious by the way absolutely doesn't make you gay to just have whipped cream on it john as as a <laughs> the spokesperson for my people okay. it's okay to have whipped cream on your coffee they, and it's delicious sorry you were talking i just had to 
homophobe my buddy here for a second. No, that's a, there's always time for a good homophobic action. <laughs> so that's, that's always appropriate action. So, uh, no, but so we're, we're going after a different demographic, right? So we're trying to go after all the individuals from 16 all the way up. And actually, I'm going to steal some of Phil's thunder right now, but Phil created something called the Neverland of Coffee. And that's kind of what we're going after in terms of the demographic, right? We want people that are in their 40s or 50s or 60s shopping alongside people that are in their 20s and their 30s. And they feel exactly the exact same way as they, they, they always planned on doing. So knowing that the coffee segment, almost 70% of it is female drinkers, that's kind of the demographic we're going after. So, ladies, ladies drinking coffee. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, it's actually that's some cool. math. That's some math for you. Yeah. Statistics. <laughs> and you're in, so this spot, you're in the bottom of a new, uh, like se- like a storage facility. That's right. Yeah. Right? That they built, I want to say, what, three or four years ago? Not too long ago. I met the bros that were behind it, that yeah. built it. Young guys. Great guys. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. Uh, and there's a Maki Hibachi. It's Delicious. Same, same have you complex. guys been? I haven't actually. Oh and they, my gosh! I know it's what the same owners later? as Modern. I guess we're having sushi, bro. <laughs> we go for lunch like every day. Yeah, for yeah, sushi. For for hibachi sushi, they have some awesome poke bowls as well too. All right. Yeah. I like everything you're saying. So Phil, why is it called Double O's? Where does that come from? Yeah. So the name is uh, based on the father son duo. Their last name is O'Brien. Um, so Colby and Kurt O'Brien. Um, they thought it would be a cool take on their names but they're also 007 fans so oh, kind of, kind of little James little, Bond action little easter egg but it's not really secret agency <laughs> not yet maybe maybe one of these days we'll do something fun like that but um yeah it's it's really just a call out to their name so you said earlier there's the location here downtown-ish, we'll call it. There's one in Apopka. Uh, there's another one in Ocoee, is that That's right? right? Yeah, so in Ocoee started development, so we're actually building right on McGuire and 50, so mm-hmm. it's right in that new shopping center where there's a uh, Tijuana Flats, uh, Vitality Bowls, there's also a Andy's Frozen Custard that's right next door, which I'm super excited about. Right. Uh, and then there, you have little us right next door to Andy's Frozen Custard. And there's one out in Titusville. So that's uh, actually also in development as well, too, on 405 Garden Street, so we're really excited about that one as well. Well too, and so, so what's the plan, though? Is it to go statewide? Is it nationwide? Absolutely. And you only need a little bit of space for these two. Yeah, so really quickly, when Kurt brought me in, he said, I want an intergalactic drive-through wow. coffee business. So we're, we're taking this to the future. Okay. So, yeah, everywhere. But no, the whole <laughs> the whole idea is actually just to build out Florida and then actually start hitting a bunch of other states as well. Because there's a bit of a Florida vibe, right? A, a I'm seeing bit. some, Very some branded surfboards. Yeah. But there's no dining spot. Like they're all going to be just drive-through. Just drive-through. So we feel pretty confident that we can do the exact same thing that a drive-through. Uh, I'm sorry, a sit-down coffee can do, but we can do it in 30 seconds in a very small, uh, like square footage. Exactly, 650 square feet of love. And well, that <laughs> you keep talking to me like that, we're going to get in trouble, Eduardo. Well, yes. <laughs> we're we're going to go eat afterwards. We're going to so. go. We are going to have some <laughs> poke bowls. And they, so it's and it's always going to have a square footprint like that small footprint That's of a correct. space. Yeah. So one of the things that we did, we worked with Tom Galvin, who's an amazing, almost inter, actually international kitchen designer. Yeah. Um, with the thoughts that I had, the thoughts that Phil had, the thoughts that Kurt and Kobe O'Brien put together, as well as Tom Galvin, kind of coming together, we created some innovative things within 650 square feet. So you actually get to see some cool overhead racks that actually get to hang our drinks and hang uh, the cups and storage and all these type of things to maximize the space. 
So, so the downtown location you were telling us earlier, it's sort of like a, it's like a test here. Like you can come see it, but this is like a franchise. If you're interested, you can. You That's can exactly yeah, it. yeah. So this is inside our franchise sales center. So we kind of did the Willy Wonka of coffee, right? We wanted to actually build a building within a building. So that's why when you walked into our franchise sales center, what you saw was our 650 square foot building with the exact materials that you would see built out. So it looks identical to, like to the one in in Apopka. It almost one part of it had like shipping container, almost like kind of like that vibe right yeah, yeah. i yeah. like that like a freight <laughs> you know that's there's like a whole freight culture yeah yeah of uh a frigate you know, bird, frigate bird. <laughs> I, I feel like we're peeling back the onion here now we're getting bit. there i'm getting it but also with like this like swedish uh you know minimalist design footprint uh which is also kind of sustainable too yeah. right who doesn't love ikea right <laughs> Who doesn't love IKEA? Monsters, Swedish meatballs, Russians. We got our building at IKEA. Oh, we, <laughs> <it's really laughs> we, we put it together. Yeah, it was a great yeah. deal. All right. Deal. So, what should people know about like interacting with it? We, it? It was pretty easy for us driving through. We're gonna have a video up on our Instagram so people can see what that interaction was like. Like, you have a digital billboard. You can choose that. You order, and then you pull up to the window. You get it, and you're gone. And and that's it. I mean, it's that simple, to be honest with you. And okay. what's one of the cool things that we get to do as well, too, is we have a customer display screen. Yeah, we got some treats for you guys. So we got some cookies here because we didn't talk about those yet. So you're doing your own cookies and donuts? Is that what I'm seeing, And too? donut holes. Yeah, so old-fashioned donut holes. Okay. Delicious. In fact, the fact you guys aren't eating it, I'm a little offended, but we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Brendan knows those as Timbits, I think. <laughs> I do. I do, which is a Tim Hortons thing. Yeah, is Canadian. I know, I know Tim Hortons. And that's, we and can't, like we say, Kleenex instead of tissues. Everything is a brand in Canada. But okay, continue. No, absolutely. But yeah, we have these cookies. That's actually by, um, what's that dough? Okay. Who, who is uh, actually run by Tori, who's phenomenal, phenomenal chef and, and baker. Central uh, Florida? In, at Claremont. Claremont. In Claremont, okay. Florida. So Claremont's growing, just so you guys, everybody knows. I like that you sort, and, the, and she also is making the donut holes? Uh, no, so that's actually a different bakery that's making us, but the, the cookies, though, I will tell you, rival all the new places. So we're we're getting a lot of clout for these, okay. and they are phenomenal. Those Break are it apart. chonky monkey. You should try it. It that's, is, it is heaven. cookie. Chunky, Chunky monkey. monkey. Yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, you guys just missed our search harms to cookie, which was our St. Patrick's Day cookie oh, wow. with uh, Lucky Charms in it. The name was supposed to be a joke, but it stuck. So. But it stuck. Yeah. It yeah. worked. That's, yeah. that's how you know it's good. Yeah, that's right. I like that. All right. Well, thanks, guys. We'll send everybody your way. Uh, I, I hope everybody comes and tries it. Make sure you guys watch the video over on our Instagram so you know what you're going to get into. Absolutely. Thanks for having us, guys. Appreciate it, guys. Oh, those guys are great. Those guys. I'm going to be stopping. I actually drive by this on the way to work, so maybe I'll stop by some mornings and grab some coffee. I love the uh, the frozen coffee drink. Yeah? That was my favorite. All right. Or what was I the haven't sandbar? had the actual, like, an actual hot coffee yet, but I will get some. This is They, they still count as coffee, even Not if really. they're iced. It's different. It's just iced it's coffee. Different. It's a little different. Okay. When I think coffee, I don't think... Why is it got to be black? I'm not. It's not about that. <laughs> I'm just saying, when somebody says coffee, I don't think of a... Heard here of first. Heard good. here first. John Buster. It's very, very tasty. I just think of hot black coffee. That's okay. All. I get it. Because no. you're an old man. It's, it's the old true. man in you. It's like true. You don't want to pay over five bucks for a sandwich. No. No. You like, you like a greasy <laughs> Definitely spoon over... Definitely not five dollars more than for a coffee. No, no. Greasy spoon <laughs> over a brunch. Yeah. there. You just have bars for things. And I get that. The sandbar 
bar. Uh, frozen drink was delicious. They're, they're that all might be great. my favorite. They're all great. The cookies are good too. What's your week like? What happened? I was busy this week. I actually okay. played in a championship hockey game. Oh, we, we lost. Okay, so you were not the champions. <laughs> no, in the champions. but I did score a goal. So I scored our lone goal. It was two wow. to one. So I did score. So I was happy about that. But they're lucky to have you. Yep. Ended up uh, losing that game, and then I went to Chincoteague. Virginia, which we need to talk about because yeah. uh, I used to read a I read a book when I was a kid about Chincoteague. Yeah, you did. Misty of Chincoteague. Yeah, yeah. She uh, she which, passed away. A pony it has a pony because they have wild ponies there on they the do. islands. There's an island there where they yeah. have wild ponies that live, and then once a year they swim the the river. It's not like the genuine song. The, the it's bay. A, I don't know what. It's yeah. a body of water. Uh-huh. And, uh, and then they auction them off, and they the money goes towards the fire department. It's crazy. But it was we went for like a college reunion for my wife. Okay, and we just sort of hung out and like drank and. Did ate you go food crabbing? And, no, no crabbing. It we was really to, sort of rainy there. We used to tie chicken necks to a yeah. piece of yarn, and you, you throw do? it out in the ocean, and all these crabs would come back with yeah. it when you pulled it they back. They had in. them there. I, I saw the traps. They're not called traps though. There's like a special name for them. I think. Oh, because of like PC name? No, I just think they call them. Sp- <laughs> something special anyway it was fun we had a good time so i was in virginia and, and okay. now i'm back and that i'm glad it. you're back i miss you because my your substitution he was, co-host I, I listened. Was, you listened yeah, it was good yeah yeah thank you scotty i should have said this earlier thank you scotty for don't thank him for that was he gone. was a garbage co-host <laughs> it was, i missed you on the show john uh, uh we had a busy busy week it was yeah. and then it was uh fourth may 4th today lots of things happening mm-hmm. yeah uh i saw some stormtroopers at shack of donuts Ah. Which was crazy, and we got to try their Chewbacca donut. And, was it good? Uh, did it have toasted coconut? It was on good. It? Yeah, they did good. Did no, to- no coconut. Really? On I feel a- like that's a wasted opportunity to look like a Wookiee, right? Yeah. Why would there be toasted coconut it's all on shaggy a Wookiee? And, and he's shaggy. That's and- white though. Yeah. Well, you toast it, and then it turns brown. I think. Stick to your job. <laughs> That's an awful thing to put that's on. A great it. idea. It was a maple bacon thing, and then the, his sash was made out of bacon. All right. With coconut. Whatever. Who are you? <laughs> Lazy Moon was doing some stuff with us because they just joined up for the Bungalow or Buddy program where you cool. can show your keychain and unlock a discount. Can I get a big slice of pizza if I go over there? You could if you order it. Yeah. But you got to pay I for it. My discount? No, you, just, get? you get 15% off. 15? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Save your taxes. Give me a free PBR over there. Uh, right? Yeah, they have cheap beer there. We could line it up. I haven't been there in a long They're time. They're doing liquor, too. Really? Uh-huh. All of them? I know. And then, uh, I don't know. What's that? You want to talk about news? Sure. Okay. There was a man who failed to pay $2 million in employment taxes. Did wow. you hear about this? No. He, uh, Manuel Tato, or Tato. Is this in Orlando? In Orlando. He owns uh, Spice Modern Steakhouse. Oh. Do you remember that? Oh, Hullabaloo? Yeah. Oh, man. Right on Lake Eola. Okay. So that, I remember him getting in trouble because he was taking investment dollars from Chinese investors. I remember that. And then not, and the idea was, I guess there's a program that if you're an investor overseas, if you have invested in an American business, it helps you get your green card quicker. I believe that. Oh, it's true. No, that's yeah, true. Yeah. Except yeah. he wasn't sending the money back to the investors. Uh-oh. Yeah. It was a big thing. And so those people were cheated out of millions of dollars. Whoa. And then, so this guy, Manuel Tato. And this was across, this is across the street from Publix, right downtown on... Central? Let me check with our episode sponsors to make sure they're not invested with this guy first or we're not going to get in trouble. We're okay. They're not. Okay, all right, all right. No, no affiliation. Everything's okay. But yeah, uh, that's, where, that's where Spice was. Right. And it was like a prime location. Beautiful location. Right on Lake Eola. Couldn't make it work. Never could make it work. Suddenly like, closed because he owed tons of money, wow. but it turns out he owes even more money. Wow. Because his... his restaurant group uh he had this entity core food group and i guess it was 
what he he came up with to help process payroll for his restaurant employees. Mm. He had like over 700 employees over seven years. Wow. And uh, he collected their employment taxes. So Medicare, Social Security, income tax. But he never paid it forward. So he collected it from their paychecks, kept all the cash. You can do that stuff for a very short time. He did it for seven years. And not get in trouble. You shouldn't do it, but you might be able to get away with it. Seven years, you're not going to get away with it. Seven years. And now he's going to go to jail. But how long do you think you go to jail for if you do that? Guess what? What the sentences? We'll say I'll say four years. It's fine. Okay, that doesn't right. seem long enough well, to me. That's a federal crime. Well, but it's not a violent crime, so that's probably why. And then what about people who apply for Medicare? Then they're missing like seven years worth of, of records because no it was never paid. I don't know. You know? And then how come it wasn't triggered before when they were filing for their taxes? It, try, it just takes time. There's only so <laughs> many FBI or uh, uh, IRS agents that can probably look into that. But when you apply and they, they don't see, like I'm assuming there wouldn't be a W two or something. Something. Like what? Like when you apply, I don't know. There's there just, just so wouldn't many, be a record I mean, of your taxes. Million people that live in the United States, I, I guess mean, things fall through the cracks. But like I said, eventually you get caught doing this. It makes things. me feel a little bit better because I do my own taxes, and uh, it makes me so worried every year. Uh, but yeah. I always You'll be pay. All right. <laughs> you don't make enough money. That I they don't, care. which is great. I'm not in that target. <laughs> just stop paying your taxes. Just, right now. Oh, thanks. <laughs> 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 to do that in Canada, I had to get rid of my uh, my free Medicare. My oh, free, my, oh okay, yeah, I know because I'm not a resident. The you make that choice oh it was very difficult mm. yeah i was almost like well maybe i should just come down for a couple months and just keep going back and forth but no uh there's a state-of-the-art facility well okay there's a discussion right now uh juan valencia he, is that a person or a place it's a person uh. i'm sure it's a place too <laughs> but in this in regards to this conversation it's a person juan He's, valencia juan okay not juan Juan? Yeah. <laughs> How do you spell it? Juan. Oh, Juan. I thought I thought it was Quan. I don't know. I don't have the notes in front of me. I don't know what's in this I'm coffee, but I'm loving you. it. I am loving this conversation. <laughs> Juan. Juan. All right. All right. Is it because I'm saying Juan and I it's throwing so. you yeah, off? Yeah, it's yeah. your ears? That's funny. <laughs> he, uh, he proposed to the Orange County that he wants to do a dog breeding facility. Oh, this thing on the east side. Yeah. He's calling it Bright Pets. And so he's co- a nice name. <laughs> it's a great. Very friendly sounding name. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Some he, folks... Yeah, Believe, he he kind of got kicked out of Ontario for having puppy mills. Oh, is apparently his background. He had 17 years where he just got in trouble, uh, and he's moved out of Canada. But Canadian advocates are now warning Orange County oh. that this guy, you know, it's a puppy mill operator. That's, the, what, that's what they say. That's what they're saying, and the county's saying look, they have rules against puppy mills. Yeah, because this has been a uh, sort of a thing lately. Like the city of Orlando has rules, Orange County has rules, and these are kind of new too. Like they're not they're not old rules. They've really sort Sort of stepped this up in the last yeah. few years and i can't remember who started it i don't know if orange county did it first and then the city i, I don't remember chicken the or the egg yeah 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 i kind of it just kind of panned out in the uh, end burp excuse me but so he, he wants that to cookie was good somewhere here it's somewhere in orange county uh and he's telling everybody no no i just show dogs you know I, i'm not interested in getting into the dog sales thing except except apparently he wants to build a compound a massive compound with a bunch of kennels in it oh you know and he's like like more kennels you than you would need so not for like to do it domestically babysitting or puppy sitting no for, not that for forced breeding activities <laughs> you don't know that you I I do, that, but and it sounds. I, I saw the stories on it, though. So yeah, so there's a big protest. You might have heard about it already this week. It's, mm-hmm. That's going to be making the circles. This guy sounds like a real, a real winner, John. Okay. All right, a real winner. 
Or a wiener. As we say, you should probably go uh, adopt a dog at the Orange County Shelter. Adopt, don't shop. Adopt, don't shop. And you know what? We got to go to break. Oh. Uh, When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about One Pulse. Oh. And that hullabaloo. Uh Apparently, they're not going to... They're giving up on building the memorial on that site. For now. For now. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Me- but we're here. We're hanging out here at Double O's Coffee right here on uh, Colonial and Orange. Drinking coffee and drive-through. playing with some donut holes. All right. We'll be right back. It's time for your weekly NZN update. NZN is Central Florida's only full-time alternative cinema and home to the Florida Film Festival, which just wrapped up. Martial Arts Lady Power Flick Polite Society has been held over for another week. It's a mashup of sisterly affection, parental disappointment, and martial arts butt-kicking. It features the story of stunt woman in training Rhea Khan, who believes she must save her older sister Lena from her impending marriage to an evil family. Also screening is... Uratsukoduji, Legend of the Overfiend on May 5th. It's a crazy animated film out of Japan that features schoolgirls, tentacle monsters, and all the body horror imagery you'll need to have for nightmares for week. National Theater Live's The Crucible will screen on May 6th, and Uncomfortable Brunch will feature Man Bites Dog on May 7th. For more information, head to enzian.org today. Blah, blah, blah. Movies. Looking for a place to work that's not your laundry room or kitchen table? Credo Conduit is the co-working space you've been waiting for. You'll be surrounded by other creatives, entrepreneurs, coffee roasters, journalists, and nonprofit leaders who will help you celebrate your wins and help you with your needs to thrive and pursue a life of greater meaning, impact, and community. Go to credoconduit.com today to book a tour. From the DeWitt Law Firm, it's the official attorney of Bungalower and the Bus. It's Mo DeWitt, and this is Mo in a Minute. Mo, what's up, man? Not much. How you doing, John? I am, I am great. I am really, really great right now, but I got a question for you. All right. So let's say I get in an accident, and I hire you, which I would because you're the official attorney of Bungalower and the Bus. How long is my case going to take? A day? A month? A year? So, you know, typical lawyer answer is it depends, but you know, most cases probably take three to six months. Now, if it goes to trial, if it's more complicated, if you're filing a lawsuit, then it could take year, you know, a year or sometimes a couple years. Um, you know, most cases though, they resolve prior to filing a lawsuit. It usually takes around three to six months, but again, every case is different. It depends on the complexities of the cases. If liability is disputed, meaning if the other side's saying they're not at fault or not. So there's a lot of factors that determine how long a case takes. Thanks, Mo. And always remember, injured on the go, just call Mo. Mexican hot dog slinger Cholo Dogs will be bringing back its hit belly flop contest on May 6th in Baldwin Park. The event premiered last year at Hourglass Brewing in Longwood, but will be hosted in the heart of Baldwin Park this year on New Broad Street in front of Tactical Brewing Co. in partnership with Bungalore.com. The street will be shut down to traffic for the majority of the day to host a pop-up market of over 10 local makers, food trucks, music and beer from Tactical Brewing, including a special lemon lime shandy in honor of the occasion. 
The event kicks off at 2 p.m. and runs through 6 p.m. with the actual belly flop contest commencing at 5 p.m. sharp. Contestants can register to flop for $25 and be judged on creativity, sound, splash, impact, and overall showmanship. Costumes are encouraged, but not required. We hope to see you there! Welcome back to Bungalow and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdecker. And I killed a bear, apparently. Brendan O'Connor from Bungalow.com. Like a real bear or like a man bear? You weren't here for it. The oh. black bear oh, last oh. week. No, oh, that my wasn't your gosh. Fault. That wasn't your That's fault. what people were telling me. Well, do you believe everything people tell you? Yeah, Brendan? everything. You tell me to jump Don't. off a bridge, I'll do Don't it. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> there was a black bear that ran through the neighborhoods. I'm still, we covered it. Everybody covered it. You weren't the only one. I think we covered it the most. Oh, we well. we kind of named it. It was uh-huh. our fault. Our fault. It was called Barry the Bear because oh, we did an right. artificial intelligence generated uh, cartoon about it yeah. running its way through the neighborhood. But some people thought that it was because we made light of it. No, no. It got everybody hyped up. It was our fault that it so ended this in a bear death. Was, it was like a, a juvenile black bear. Yeah. And it was running around kind of downtown College Park-ish. Wearing a hoodie. Right? No, no. Was it? No. no, no. <laughs> but it was, it was in like uh dub's dread area i know it was on the golf course at some point right yeah just and, causing trouble and it was hanging out and they were shooting photos of it and, and then all then they yep. sort of lost track of it right i yeah. say they was hiding in the bushes wildlife or yep. orlando police one of the two or maybe both overnight because they all go to bed at night they'd wait they'd know where it was and then we'd, they'd all be like oh it's dinner time and then they'd all leave well, I mean, and they'd expect they the bear to, to be sit? in the same place when they came back the next day it's like what are you talking about you're the professionals here yeah well, fwc are you, are you supposed to just sit there and wait or shoot it with a trank put it in a bag and take it somewhere so i i was out of town but i texted you like like how come they didn't do that this time because i when i worked apparently there was a bear up in a tree in paramore and they shot a dart at it and they had like a uh, a blanket underneath and we're saying it, Christmas carols about it, it. fell down and, and we got photos of it we got video of it but it's not the practice anymore time. it's not the practice okay. anymore because I guess they get hurt too easily it. when they fall out of trees because they just become big loose potato sacks you All know right. Uh, and they hurt themselves, so they just don't do it. Or they, if they're not in a tree, they'll run and run into traffic, and they get hit, and ah. it's even worse for them. So they have this like kind of non-interference approach now that they just kind of hope the bear finds its way outside of problem areas. So they figured it would go back to wherever it came from? Yeah, except the problem was it made its way from Audubon Park through to, like, Fair Fairbanks, you yeah. know Fairbanks and Edgewater, which is not a like try just walking well, across that as a person, let alone a bear. Uh-huh. Like well, I, it wasn't born in Audubon Park, though. Probably I don't know where it was born, I'm but sure I'm it guessing wasn't born in Audubon Park. I'm guessing it wasn't. <laughs> So it had to come of the down hoodie it was wearing. The, like up in Wakaiva or somewhere up in probably Seminole. Yeah, County. and then just made its way over from, yeah. I would think, St. John's. So they were expecting it to go back that way? Or, or maybe they were hoping to They don't talk it about it. They're just right. like, well, just see where it goes. You know, right. let it do its thing. Obviously, it got hit. And it's going to happen again, you know, yeah. which is a shame. I mean, that's what happens when you build on, on, on natural areas. <laughs> Well, yeah, but also uh, there's not much natural areas left, right? That's so, what I mean. so uh, people keep talking about that. Like we've taken their homes, but that's why coyotes are here. But you know, coyotes just kind of live here now. That's that's how it is. Yeah. Coyotes live in cities, and bears are going to start doing that too. You think so? Yeah, probably not as much as they are in the no, because there's not as like many of them. You notice them more. We you know you, it's easier to see a big black bear, and their hours are a little different too. 
Yeah, the black bears. Yeah, they're, they're up when we're up. They're just kind of doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was sad though. I remember seeing the story when it when it got hit. And yeah, I'm, as I mean, soon as you it, name it, people get attached. Well, also like nobody wants to see a bear hit by a car. And I'm sure the person. Yeah, unless you're an awful it. person. No. Yeah. You wouldn't. You wouldn't know. Someone though. out there is probably like, yeah. Oh, well, maybe, but yeah. like, <laughs> but I'm saying the person who was driving was probably hit, Eduardo they might not even have known that they hit a bear. They might have just thought they hit something or didn't even see it. Uh, apparently, we it's, there was somebody went on Reddit who was behind allegedly mm. the person who hit the bear, and they said there was no way she could have avoided I it. Believe it was that. like a. a well, like a younger girl I who was driving that. her car. Well, not even that. Just like listening night, to Taylor Swift. But no, at night, you know, a bear running across the road, yeah. black in the middle of the night. Like it's gonna, it, it, it's easy to hit a black bear when you're driving at night. Whoa, I just, this, <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it there. Hey, remember, did we say where we are yet? We're hanging out. <laughs> I don't know. If they want us to at Double O's Coffee. <laughs> no black bears in sight here. <laughs> You're not allowed to come inside because it's a drive-through only coffee mm-hmm. shop, and uh, and it's delicious. They let it's us in the back because we're made, VIP. We got tons of samples here. I'm all hyped up on iced coffee. You got the sandbar one over there. Lots of there cream. You're going to be tooting. There's yeah. some donut holes in here. The cookies are delicious. They sure are. Yeah, they remind me. There's a place in Michigan called Tom's Mom's. I don't know where Decadent. that is. It it's must like be up in the Sioux. It's like a tiny little up house, like just tucked away in an alleyway, and everybody goes there. You feel like you're buying drugs out of the back of a car, but is you're really getting chocolate chip cookies. It must be in the UP. Yeah, UP. All right, all like right. Upper Peninsula for you Floridians. Harbor Springs, you know, uh, Petoskey know area. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's our Lots state of money. Stone. That's our state stone in Michigan. Petoskey, Petoskey Stone? Petoskey Stone, yeah. I've been, I feel like I should be Florida State stoned. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got for me? Bro? Well, before the break, we were talking about One Pulse. Oh, yeah. That's a big story, yeah, man. Yeah, so explain what, kind of what happened recently. Okay. Without context? Yeah, well, I mean, so One Pulse... Foundation. Foundation. Uh-huh. Uh, one, I want to see how much you know. Jeez. <laughs> so they want to build, Reenacted a, with a, puppet. build a memorial, correct? Yeah. <laughs> Museum memorial. They do? They do. And yeah. So, Founded by Barbara Poma. Who was the president? CEO? I don't know what her title she was. She was the director, was executive, director. executive director. Just stop. I'll start she over. She recently Stop, stop. Reset down. button. Reset button. So Barbara Poma. She was the, I get the gist of it. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know enough to have an opinion. So she, Barbara Poma was co-owned... Pulse with their brother back back in the day and then and that's where the shooting was because of the shooting obviously it closed and so she was approached by the city of orlando at the time of the shootings they wanted to buy the property for twice what it was valued two million i think yeah it was was in like 2017 like like relatively soon after the the shooting and they were like we want to buy it and make it into a into a memorial site awesome and they were about to close and barbara poma the owner said no don't want to. We're going to do it. All right. And, so she, and she's the owner. And she has the right to say that. Sure. And then, yeah. Okay. And then she, I don't agree with that. Yeah. I think it's crazy. Oh, okay. A privately owned public memorial seems weird to me. I didn't know how that was going to work. I'll say it. I've been saying it for years. And so then they, she pulled out last minute. She founded this uh, foundation. They got $10 million from the Orange County uh, tourism development tax dollars, you know, the bed tax that, mm-hmm. that these hotels are paying. They got big money from donors all across the country. The, Ricky Martin was a spokesperson yeah. for the Lance foundation. Bass, I think. Lance Bass was a spokesperson. Uh, but then nothing's happened. And, they, and 
the scheme, the the idea got bigger and bigger. They were going to do a memorial, and then they were going to do a museum, big museum over off of like I four. Looks like Kaylee, an airport. Right? Those those renderings. I think they paid three million dollars to get those just designs. The just the design process cost three million okay. bucks because they had like a a huge national search committee to try to come up with these plans. Yeah. Uh, in the past year. Palma kind of stepped down from her role as executive director. Month, I thought. I thought it was just like a month ago. Well, no, she stepped down and became the spokesperson, or they called it keeper of the story, oh, that's right. Ugh, that's right. which is so cult-like. <laughs> that's so gross. And she, <laughs> I'm getting political. Uh-huh. So she stepped down. Uh, they had somebody else come in as a director who actually has like experience running a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she again stepped down now like completely a month ago out of the nonprofit, out of the foundation and that allegedly was because uh they wanted to to buy the property from poma or get the property or get it and and the only way to do that was if she wasn't affiliated with the foundation that's what we were kind of told in the heat Mm -hmm. of it this week it comes out one pulse goes and posts on instagram uh, that that negotiations have fallen through. Yep. Uh, basically, laid it at Palma and her husband's feet, and they have one other investor. Yes. Saying they weren't interested uh, in in donating or, or or giving the space to the to the nonprofit, and so because of that, they're going to move the memorial. They're going to move forward with making a memorial, but it won't be actually on the site of the nightclub. Okay. Which is crazy. It wasn't. So you had told me a few weeks ago. I guess I didn't realize this. The whole plan was to always level the nightclub, right? Yeah, and make and then make the memorial. Yeah, well, that okay. was you know through the design process. You can see some of the designs. We have them up on bungalore dot com. Mm-hmm. Just type Pulse Museum Designs, and you'll, you'll get a bunch of options. I think we've covered it like six yeah. or seven times. Um, some beautiful designs, and then the other thing, urban parks with like light up rainbow things but everywhere. Then the other museum was something totally separate, and that was going to be like a national LGBTQ IA yes. alphabet soup uh-huh. uh, museum. Which, okay. like, separate. I'll be honest, cool. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a gay man. If y'all don't know, I'll come <laughs> out and tell you right now. <laughs> I love that, and I like the idea of that museum happening in the states somewhere. Cool in Orlando, awesome. Uh, as a result of the shooting, that seems crazy to me, and, and I don't know if they were the people to lead it, right? Because they, it's been hard enough for them to build the memorial. Yeah, uh, that's got to be on pause, though, right? Like if you can't, if you can't, I don't know the memorial. Should you? Orlando Sentinel did a great piece on it, and Wesh did a great piece on it. If you want to go see yeah. the larger stories about behind it, because they're talking, they're following the dollars. So some right? people were really—I mean, I want to say some people. I, I saw some reaction to this, and some local leaders were not happy about. Patty this. Sheehan came not out happy. was sharing things that she'd never shared before wow. about how they like stonewalled her. Pat, Commissioner Patty Sheehan, one of the most prominent uh, gay people in Central Florida, mm-hmm. and Eskamani obviously always has something to say, and she had something to say for that too. Yeah. She just but did then, not agree. But then, Brendan, today uh-huh. I think it was I read the story that the Sentinel did where Barbara Poma kind of put her two cents in and said look it wasn't me and my husband <laughs> yeah it was the other investor which is funny he didn't want to donate it she's she's weighing in now for the first two days of this whole debacle she was telling i have no statement i have no statement I'm not going to talk about this sale don't worry about it mm-hmm. but as soon as people were pointing fingers at them yeah you know and calling into question calling calling for big audits into where some of these public dollars went, uh, she was pretty quick to point the finger at her third partner yeah. there, who who 
nobody's heard from and I guess through this like whole a process. Or out in Daytona, yeah. From what I read, and they're friends. Like they've known each other for a long time. Not anymore. Well, not <laughs> after that. And I guess he had said, <laughs> from what I read, that he said like. Now he doesn't want to donate it, but at one time he doesn't want to donate it. But, but they're at one asking time for. He did say, I, "I don't want to make money off this." Yeah, kind of saying, I, "I would donate it." So I don't know if something's changed over the years. And they're not talking to me, yeah, so yeah. I, there's oh, no way yeah, I'm going to yeah. find out. But they want two. They wanted two point five million at yes. the time of the shooting. It was valued at a million. The city offered two. They were about to take it. Now they want two point five. You think there's ever a point like? They just like we we're not gonna do we're just gonna walk away from all this like like both sides like them as a family just leave it there yeah just like look if you don't want to make it a memorial and you don't want to sell it or donate it like then someone's you have gonna it and you do something someone's like gonna that. buy it I, just, I don't care I don't I don't care like so I know it's been this. we did talk you about and I it. on on we talked and you said I was crazy you <laughs> <laughs> said I was crazy but I it's too valuable that corridor Orange Avenue is completely changing it used to be an industrial yard. It's it's getting filled up with residential high towers. That's a that's a great lot with some parking so on it. So you think somebody's going to come in as a business owner and say, "Look, I'm going to yeah. buy that parcel, yeah. level it, and put up an ice cream shop." Yeah, and with a plaque. You really think so? I do. I just, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I I do think valuable. there is somebody out there who would who I don't think you could be connected to Central Florida if you live somewhere far off and be like, "I don't care. Like, I'm no. going to make money off this." I'll bet you fifty dollars. They're getting calls right now from people who want to buy that property. Know. I just that's a lot. Are, would you want to operate your own business? I wouldn't. On a site I wouldn't. But I'm not. I'm killed? not the person who has two point five million dollars, you know, sitting in an account waiting for me to spend it on what? of land that that you could buy um, that have less history. To John, them. I'm not going to fight you on that. I, I agree with saying. you. But but someone is going to see that, and they're going to see the proximity to a Publix across the street. The, the density of housing that's going to be I there in the next 10 years sell. and its proximity to downtown Orlando and City Hall, and they're going to say, yes, I'm, that I'm is a great happen. Lot. I'm just saying it, it would be, a, it'd be a, a lot of people protesting the, the demolition ball, the construction I think, people. I think if you give it three years of just sitting there with, with another three years of people just looking at it, okay. you know, and, and the T-shirt sales dry up from their t-shirt kiosk at the so pulse then does stand the foundation just fold and say we're just not going to do nothing no they're well they're walking away to do something off-site okay all right maybe i don't know <laughs> I, I i just don't know could the city i don't know can the city just take it by eminent domain well i say, asked the city if they were going to buy gonna it make, yeah i said are you now, interested now. in bringing it back uh-huh. bringing back that offer and they said they're not in negotiations with them okay i didn't say they're not interested in it i could see them maybe bringing back that two million dollar offer buying it and then giving it to the foundation I mean, is this like what happened with the church over by the orlando city soccer stadium like Bl- they black bottom church million, but were offered whatever and yeah. then took a, a fraction of that and you know what happened oh you're oh that oh that sold the one that eventually just sold yes uh yeah i would think i don't know i would think that one's different because with that lot there's really nobody else that can do anything with that except for the orlando city soccer you know team and the wilf people because yeah it's it's just landlocked um but those people wanted a ton of money for that church at one time and they were asking like 10 million (laughs) yeah it was a lot and they they were offered three and And they they wanted 10 and they got like a fraction of it yeah they got nothing in the end and at the end because there were only like five people going on that church yeah yeah yeah. craziness i don't know i don't know 
that'll be something to watch. Can we just but spend the whole I, second half do, talking I, about I, this? I do think what you said, though, is is probably worth it as an audit just to see where things are. They're going to have to. And there's public dollars involved. Yeah, and yeah. and some of it they can't touch for to purchase the property. It has to be used for like specifically building the building. And like, so it's 2023. Just look at your watch. To find I did because I didn't remember what year yeah. it was. But but my point is, I'm doing math in my head. You got three more years till the 10 year anniversary, and so it was, they were supposed to be built. It was supposed to be done. I think it was supposed to be done this year, probably. Yeah, and according to the and tourist can, tax development dollars, COVID, I think it's supposed to be done. A lot of things too. And you, I'm just saying, well, you could. You could, and I think they kind of are. The 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 cost of building a. Have doubled, I think. And yeah, not going to get any cheaper. No, but you know, you're. I got more stuff. We got more stuff to go through. Right, and we're right, out of time. All right, all right. Darden bought Bru- Ruth's Chris. Yeah, they did. Crazy. Do you hear how much? One hundred seventy-five million. I think more. Oh, I thought it was. Now I'm worried. Right. I still got lot. my numbers mixed around. I have seven hundred and fifteen million. Oh, I thought it, <laughs> that sounds like a dyslexic. Uh, yeah, I think we're having a moment. It's one hundred and fifty do- four locations. Yeah, so they're buying the the name, the the property, the buildings, all that stuff. All of it, and they own other steakhouses. I think they. Uh, I don't know if they have a Longhorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. Uh, Bahama Breeze. I mean, this is a little more elevated. I mean, uh, Ruth Chris is nicer yeah. than those two. But what we heard, Rachel Strip joint <laughs> and Castleberry sells the exact same steak as Ruth's Chris well, they all came, but without the, the markup same, they, all, they all come from the same animal all, well right? it's all coming from the same truck oh 715 I'm the dyslexic one our uh, <laughs> yeah, our producer just chimed in 750 <laughs> right, my, Thank my you. bad <laughs> producer Eduardo <laughs> uh, good thing we let them stick around yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but no so they and they're actually speaking of Ruth's Chris I think that one opened in Winter Park where they they knocked down the one yeah, and I don't know if it opened or not yet, but it's like all redesigned right there where Winter Park in Winter Park Village. Yeah, yeah, it looks yeah, really. Fancy. They moved, which is funny because at the time it moved like a hundred. We feet. wrote that they were going to switch locations and move into a bigger space, and corporate got mad at us mm. for writing about it, and they said it wasn't true, and then they did it. A year and a half later. So who's right now? I'm not. Have you ever eaten at Ruth's, Chris? Yeah, I like their uh, the scalloped potatoes. Oh, all right. I've like only been there one time. Signs. I got a gift card, and it, it was good. You got a gift card? Yeah. Was it enough to cover your food, or just yeah, a glass close. of wine? No, it was like a hundred dollar gift card. That's good. So, yeah. So for one person. Yeah. How, one and a half, I'd Would you, say. You didn't like get an app and stuff? I probably did. I mean, I just spent a hundred dollars there. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> we got more. All right. Uh, and we're almost out of time. Oh, my gosh. So the downtown bar permits now in effect. Okay. You were supposed to have applied for a permit by May 1st. Just applied? Do they this is where it's getting a little hairy. All right. You should. I just keep burping. These cookies. Woo. Mm. Yummy. I think I ate too fast. <laughs> uh, there are 80 downtown bars. Only 26 businesses have this permit that lets them stay open past midnight. Because uh, they had to meet some certain safety levels, but fifty-one applied. Okay. So there's a there's a gap now, and yeah. we're all waiting to see if the city will approve the ones that had applied before the deadline, or if they're just SOL. Hmm. Uh, we don't know what that what'll happen. Because some all, places did some places just say we're just not going to stay open past midnight. Some did, but then others were like, we thought we had more time, and and maybe they had to get their 
magic wand to you know wand people down their security wand when they come in they're not fairy godmothers but they're security Go universal and buy a harry potter wand <laughs> just call it a day <laughs> yeah. security yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're safe you're safe uh 26 got that we have a list of the 26 who have it if you want to see that on bungalore.com of the people who are approved to stay open after midnight but that's 26 bars downtown now they're only allowed to stay up after midnight hmm. but they right? can stay open up until midnight if if you don't have the permit uh i think you might only have until 10 oh, if you really? don't have the permit yeah oh. i might be wrong okay it's a little weird it happened so fast and when, do, when does it that's actually good... take a, did it already take effect yeah now so right now so yeah. this weekend. Yeah, this weekend. This Cinco de Mayo weekend. Yeah. Okay. Which is a big issue. A lot of the people who are in the in-between, who applied, like the other 30, some, or I guess what? What's the number? 22? Something like that. Uh, people who are still waiting for their, their permit, they won't be able to stay open for Cinco if they don't have the decal, the special oh. permit decal on their window. That's a, like And that's and some of their biggest sell days. decals and make some money. We should just go <laughs> <laughs> just get some die cut yeah, yeah. stickers and shell them out. <laughs> like those cops are looking it up. Yeah. Hey, you don't work for the sheriff's department anymore. We can talk about it. Uh, John, we're out of time. Oh, man. man. Uh, tons of things to write to read about that happened in downtown Orlando this week. Go to bungalore.com and read all about and it. And while you're reading, you could drink some coffee. Yeah, stop by. from Double O's Coffee, where we are today and tonight, and uh, come check it out. I didn't get the hours. Let's get the hours real quick. What are the hours, Eduardo? It's downtown, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Oh, every day, real sexy too. <laughs> I feel like you're putting on a deeper voice, but I like it. That's right. Is it every day, Eduardo? Six a.m. to six p.m. Monday through Friday, with Saturday being seven a.m. to seven p.m. Okay. All I think right. Eduardo's going to have to do all of our voiceovers. Thanks, Eduardo. Uh, thanks to Double O's Coffee. It was delicious. Yeah, it was. We'll see you guys next week. Whoop whoop.